Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. By the age of 35, two-thirds of men lose their hair. Woof, that's a bad math problem. And, you know, some dudes can pull it off. Some dudes can pull off the buzz look. Some guys don't mind having a little male MPB, a little male pattern baldness. But if you start noticing your hair loss, it's already too late to do something about it. So you have to do yourself a favor and get on. All right. So, you know, you've heard of this before. We've had they've advertised with me before, but we're talking about four hymns okay it's it, they get you well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions so this isn't a weird supplement or like a gas station you know lamb's blood uh, something or other this connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat your hair loss so you get actual prescriptions they just eliminate the waiting room or the in-person doctor visits and you can just save hours of your day Hey, anything that helps you not leave the house is for me. So go to forhims.com, F O R H I M S.com. It's easy. All you do is answer a few questions, doctor will review and prescribe, and then products are shipped directly to your door. And my listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See website for full details. This will cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash mighty. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash mighty. Forhims.com slash mighty. Shitheads, welcome back to another episode of Higher Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fuck boy. All you gotta do is trust me. Johnny G, joining me as always in the High Mighty Studios, is my nearly silent co-host Arthur Gabris. Arthur, he's not nearby, and also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, first time guest. I'm a longtime fan of hers. She's gonna truly match my energy of the intro the entire time she told me she's gonna keep it up for 60 minutes guys got Aaron Whitehead in the studio yo 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I cocked up a lot of phlegm when I did that my old upstairs neighbor used to be my barber and one time he was it, that was a weird coincidence I just happened to be my barber and then he moved in Oh. I had no idea. And then when he was cutting my hair, he's like, what do you do downstairs? I hear you like screaming every time. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, okay. But screaming joyously. Yeah, it's like you scream like at 11 a.m. full volume a couple of times a week. It's, but it's happy. I my I have another, I, we were just talking about upstairs neighbors before we started recording, but I have another one who lives above my living room who screams in rage like all throughout the day. <laughs> I'll hear this like, Fuck! And then I hear him stomping around and like literally screaming, I hate this. And there's no one. I mean, he's alone. Oh, man. Is he just getting crushed on Tinder and he's flipping out? I bet my guess, and maybe I'm projecting, is that it's technological difficulties. <laughs> uh, to be fair. <laughs> like, that's when I scream. The hardest I've ever, I have this, I've had this like fucking old Brooklyn uh, public school teacher's desk for like 10 years. It came I do with love, me for, I love this desk. Oh, me too. It Thank takes you. takes me back. It came from impossible to move around. It's insane that I, I yeah. took this to a fourth floor walk up in Brooklyn. Ugh. And then it's even crazier that I flew it, uh, you know, like sent it across the country. But this thing has been punched so hard so many times, and all, and 95% of the times, it's because of, uh, I can't get the podcast thing to work, yep. the internet goes down. Oh, it's my middle. worst, it's my whiniest. Like, it's probably that, and when I hate people who are driving, is when I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, this You get, like, embarrassed with how you, like, I get embarrassed with how I become. If heard me, I mean, it makes me go, I should never have kids, I can never have a husband, because this is clearly a part <laughs> that's going to come out, and it would ruin everything. But that's the thing. Oh, we all have. Bad. We all have... I just watched the movie mid nineties last night and there's a line where it says like, if you look in somebody else's closet, you'll probably find out that, you know, like it's just a matter of like, we're all fucking crazy. I mean, like that's that. what everyone says. Everyone's crazy in their really private believe moments. It. Like oh, I, I, I've had friends and I, this is where I would be like, Oh, I'm gauging what level of vulnerability I can be at because they'd be like, Oh my God, I was so mad at my husband the other night. I was so embarrassed. He said, he told everyone this like this really embarrassing secret. And I was like, what, what did he tell you? <laughs> He told everyone that when I was a kid, I used to eat butter. And I was like, oh, my. Oh, my God. I if that's the level like that's your deepest, darkest. I'm horrified. People know oh. I was like, well, I'm staying at. <laughs> well, you're only going to hear about. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to talk to you about the 90s. Submerged. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll never hear a story about me from 21 to yeah. 29. Yeah. I was like, well, my sex. Never mind. <laughs> that's. I, I, I find that a lot with like non-comedy people when you hang out with them, when you're like, they're like, I get you. You want to hear the craziest fucking story? And I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. I have friends that like actively seek out ruining their lives for yeah. the sake of telling the story. Yeah. That then, I, I throw myself under buses just to get the conversation going. Like, <laughs> no problem. I'm always the guy. I'm always the guy who's like, they're like, yeah, my husband told everyone I ate butter. And I'm like, yeah, well, I told my wife that me and my friends used to jerk off in a room together. And now I, she'll never stop talking about it. And, she, and they're like, what? I'm like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I like came out swinging Way too now that you brought that up, I do have a question. Because <laughs> uh, I can't just pass it by. No, please. Uh, was this you guys all watching like one thing like porn? It yes. was. Okay. It was like when this would be like the mid 90s when uh, speaking of mid 90s, when I when porn was like one dude got a VHS. Right. And, and you had like, limited we're time sleep with over it. Mike's house tonight. Yes. We're play it. And then everyone goes and it's like. We're still slightly homophobic because we're like 12 and right. 13. So we're like, everybody under their own blank. You know, everyone's like under their own blankets, like not talking, not looking at each other. But we're all jerking off. That's really amazing. I will say that it's like, because this will bring us to the topic we're about to approach. <laughs> but like women don't have that. 
I mean, and if they do, I was not privy to it. Like, I never experienced women being like, let's all masturbate separately but in the same room. Uh, Ever. Me, me neither. <laughs> yeah, I just watched me. Like, Gamers, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, keep a cool head. Uh, yeah, but me neither. it's a very kind of interesting way. Like, it's a much, it's a very vulnerable way to bond when you think about it. Like, you guys all know what you're doing. You're all accepting that this is a sexual thing. Like, girls, I think, and it's partly that the way we're raised, but like, we were not accepting that we all were sexual beings until, like, it wasn't until my late 20s that friends of mine would be like, I masturbate. And we'd be like, oh my God, me too. <laughs> Let's it talk about it. It wasn't until uh, my wife and we started dating when we were in our early 20s in college. It wasn't until her, I never met a woman who talked about masturbating. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, she was like, yeah, no, it, why wouldn't I? And I was like, holy shit, this is, I mean, it's, A, I was 21, so this is hot as fuck to hear a girl <laughs> masturbate. And then secondly, I'm like, am I going to be good? <laughs> like, like, then I all of a sudden was like, oh, I'm jealous of your hand. <laughs> it is so funny, though, because it's like, it. I mean, and I give this a lot of, I'm, I give this tons of thought, I guess, because it's like. I'm constantly thinking about women masturbating. <laughs> I think about women masturbating. I mean. Another thing we have in common, Whitehead. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm not, we just keep finding things, you know. Uh, I'm a badass. You're a badass. Uh, well, but I think about like this, I mean, and I won't, I won't bring this word up a lot because I think people get tired of me saying the word patriarchy, yeah. but because it's been such a topic in the news, aside from men, you start to see like all the ways it affected you as a woman, obviously. And one of those is where you go, oh yeah, I guess part of women never talking about masturbating. And for years and years, I'm talking junior high, college, high school, like all the ages where you would, you're talking about sex in every other way, right. but what you would want it's always like what you'd let a guy do. And it's right. and it's like what a what a depressing thing that masturbating was for guys and like getting off was for guys. Like yeah. only guys want to feel good. That's gross. You, I would right. never want to get pleasure from sex. And it's only because of like this weird social dynamic we have where women have to pretend that they yeah. don't want to come. Right. <laughs> right. That I guess is now changing, but it's very weird to be on the cusp. Like I feel like it's the same with us not having internet for so long and then you get internet and yeah. now I'm like we have internet where uh, now we like sex. It's too much change. <laughs> it, 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 it is, that is a lot of change. It comes it comes on hot at that moment. I will say, just to jump back a second, w upon like further polling, not a lot of guys did what I did. <laughs> but I our, thought more did, but like as a group, you mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess but that's there, probably but yeah. Dudes definitely talk about jerking off even amongst like men's circles yeah. more than I'm sure female. At least anecdotally, from hearing from female friends of mine like coming up like men constantly were just talking about like we would get home from like the gym in college like we'd all go lift weights together and then be like all right uh who's got to take a shower first like someone would be like i gotta beat off before i get in the shower you know and it's like we we're yeah, just we open about that never stuff. Yeah. say that like like it, I, yeah never i would never just be like i have this sexual need i need to take care of i'll be right back <laughs> like they would not like i would be I horrified yeah i couldn't imagine saying it like with the level of like i'm gonna grab a quick bite yeah exactly i'm really hungry i'm really horny uh but maybe yeah, later chill yeah. but i'm actually pretty horny and i uh i mean i could be over there at 3 30 you guys i haven't beat off since seven i'm like exhausted from being so sexually uptight <laughs> <laughs> you just like tell your teachers you walk into yeah. class late. Sorry, I'm exhausted. I was so horny this morning. Everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> I think another reason why girl, uh, women and girls can't talk about that stuff too is because it activates like 
the fucking horny, obnoxious, annoying men. It's true. Like, and I'm like literally doing it to you right now. And well, I'm 36 but, uh, and married yes. and I'm doing it to a friend. <laughs> We're like, women can't masturbate. I'm like, oh God, that's <laughs> I sick. do wish you would put your dick back in your now that, um, now that was an accident. I will say the button is off on these shorts. <laughs> I've let them bootleg at uh, TJ Maxx. They're irregular. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. And I remember thinking this too with like, when I started UCB, there was a big phase of like men getting naked on stage. Stage, which yes. is partly why every time I sit on one of those goddamn chairs on stage, I'm like, I'm there's ass juice getting on my jeans right now. But there were so many, like I saw one guy. I'll get ass juice on those chairs. Through. Just wearing pants. Yeah, with pants Listen, on. listen, we're all human. I've, I've, I've definitely stood up on like a hot August ass cat. Uh, and seen my chair and been like, please dry, please dry. <laughs> well, especially in like podcast rooms, like oh. it, when you're up in the like the Earwolf studio, I have gotten up and been like, I'm a swamp, <laughs> like, like forehead to toe. Sorry, PFT, uh, yeah. but you got to send this chair <laughs> after me, brother. <laughs> oh, good, you're back. This dog is so cute. Yeah, Artie's back. Oh my god, I was afraid when he left that. He wasn't going to come back. Oh, yeah, because I kind of talked him up. I'm like, he really likes our guest, and he yeah. comes back. And then he, and he immediately left. <laughs> I don't know. Her energy's off, he yeah. says to me. <laughs> um, oh, but I, but I was like, I remember at the time being like, God, it sucks that there's not a version of that where if a woman gets naked on stage, even if it's very funny... It's you're like, risking half the, half the audience is going to want to is going to be jerking off or judging or it's just a different it's just so different. Like, a, honestly, a guy being naked on stage isn't even sexual. It's literally just gross. Like everyone is screaming in horror and laughing. I think it's because there's like absolutely no miss. I think part of it is like anatomical where there's like no mystery to men. You know, like if you get naked, it's like, well, we if you're, if you're inside naked, outing our in vaginas. Like a, I mean, not like inside outing my vagina. Right. Like. No one's doing it. Although that would be funny. <laughs> it would be amazing. <laughs> it well, would be unsexual. We I can will all say do that. I don't know if you know that. You can't? Well, everybody, all women can inside out their vaginas. Oh, see, I've been asking my wife. I've been asking my wife for years. Well, how long have you been married? Because maybe that's the problem. You know, yeah, it's, know. it's still Fuck, new. It's We've still only been new. together for 15 years. That's still new. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Just wait. This is a, this this is a golden anniversary kind of thing. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Something to look forward Forward to in a marriage, finally. I mean, my grandpa didn't see my nanas until she was well into her sixties. She just yanked he, it out. He came home from the war expecting to see it, and she was <laughs> no, like, "No, no, <laughs> not, yet, not yet, not until like the eighties, yeah." <laughs> but we all remember when Grandma finally did it. Grandpa was a changed man. <laughs> He was kind of actually fucked up for a while. His hair turned white. Oh, when you've seen your wife's ovaries outside her body, <laughs> yeah. when they do the fallopian tube drop, it's like intense to see. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, there's something like, especially like a a dude with like a, a comedy flaccid penis and a and a gut. Like it's like the most. It's not sexual. Right. It's actually disgusting and disgusting and funny. Sort of live kind of. They're like neighbors. Well, and you na- okay, you nailed it there too because a guy being disgusting isn't sad. And by disgusting, I think we're we're just saying not model. Like right, we're right. sort of going like disgusting. And I'm making quote right, marks. right, yeah. Disgusting is hyperbole. But for a sure, girl yeah. not being sexy is sad. Like, I have made self-deprecating humor about my body on Twitter and gotten all these like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? No. And meanwhile, it's like, and Nicole, Nicole Byer actually does a joke about this. <laughs> I just want to say that. I mean, I thought of it, uh, you know, probably around the same time. And nobody stole from anybody. Thinking, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is crazy. It's like. It's like a guy does that and everyone laughs like, oh, ha ha, we're all human. And then a girl's like, I'm not, I look gross under my clothes. And it's like, but what else do you have? What will you do? <laughs> right. It, it is a weird, and it's women that do it too. Like uh, like oh, yeah. women that do it to women. Where oh, like, yeah. don't say that about yourself. For sure. Yeah. I would get mostly guys 
on Twitter. That's but I feel white... like that's an outreply. I hate to thing. use this word because it is like it's been co-opted by the worst people. But that's like that white knight shit of just like, if I tell Erin Whitehead she's actually truly beautiful, she might fly to Missouri and date me. You know, <laughs> like that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> there is an element of that. I think there's an element of that in and uh, every man's actions, like uh, on online, especially. It feels like every guy is like. This might be the one that gets Lauren Lapkus to uh, send me a foot picture because I commented the perfect comment on one of her Instagrams. Or oh my something. god, that's so, a foot <laughs> picture! I mean, all I have to do is go on that foot Wikipedia. Yeah. We're all on uh, Wiki Feet. I Wiki believe feet. it's called Wiki Feet. I was. Can I just tell you? I truly was thrilled when I found out I had an account. I was like, "You guys all have them. I probably don't have one. And I did. <laughs> it is kind not of not great ratings, and my feet are my best feature. I was shocked. <laughs> my feet are my best feature. Thank you for laughing." When I said that, I, I like made that joke to my mom literally when I was 15 years old. Is how fucking funny I, I was like, this will be funny because it's sad. And she was like, Aaron, don't be vain. <laughs> I guess that's better than hearing, well, you're right. <laughs> I mean, in the, it's sort of one in the same, though. It's like, <laughs> right, they're both, don't yeah. talk about your best feature. We know. <laughs> yeah, and there's all, and then you're being admonished for it on top of that. Exactly. When you're like, okay, okay, we get it. Your feet are nice. <laughs> drop it. Oh yeah, God. you got nothing else going on beside your feet, but also drop but it. But yeah, not everyone has as nice feet yeah. as you have. And I, please hide your face. I find that shit a little, I mean, it's different for, I, like, if as long as you don't feel unsafe, like, because I feel I'm on, like, so many different, like, weird bear blogs anytime, like, oh. back when I would do, like, a, 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 a Funny or Die video and have my shirt off or something or a college humor video and be in, like, uh, you know, short shorts or whatever the bit was. Yeah. It would be, like, all over. I have, there's photoshopped pictures of me where they photoshopped uh, uh, me, like, from, like, a pixelated comedy video. They, like, photoshopped my, act, like. Your not, actual dick? I wish. But I, for the, well, for the record. Well, I mean an actual dick. Right, right. Right, right. Uh, an actual dick. And for the record, I let I let that one stay out because it is it was, wildly better yeah. than mine. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. These guys, these guys have good taste in genitals. I, I mean, like, that's kind of how I feel about airbrushing. I know we're all supposed to be against it. But if I did a magazine cover, I'd be like, whatever you want to do. <laughs> make me. I want everyone to think they could never attain being me. Okay? I don't want to be relatable. I fuck that shit. I've been related my whole fucking life. If I get famous, I want everyone to be like, I'll never be her. I want to kill myself. I'd love if you were like on a literary magazine and you you were airbrushed up like a Bratz doll. My author photo is like Kardashian. Yeah, you're like the champagne uh, cup on your ass on a huge photoshopped ass. It's like Aaron. Yeah, and does not go at all with the like very sad yeah, it's like a feminist essay uh, collection. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> junior high destroyed me, and I never came back from it. Like, oh what? Well, uh, when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about on when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about, Jesus Christ, so uh, long ago. That was we had this conversation <laughs> going on for a while. A couple of reschedules, a couple of holiday breaks yep, in there. Yep. Uh, truly, Thanksgiving and Christmas have passed yeah. since we set this up. New Year's. We were talking about fantasy novels over email, and then you, we I was were. like, let's talk on the podcast. You're like, great, and I was like, any topics? And you said women, and I didn't understand what even in what like area you meant and i was like i'm still in <laughs> like this is a really I, funny like, topic did not, it's so funny to me that in an email that was subject headed fantasy novels <laughs> it didn't occur to me that that's why you were 
emailing about your podcast. Like I didn't, <laughs> I was just like, fun. We talked about that. And now yeah. we're talking about your podcast. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> in, in a way, I, I don't care what we were talking about, but I was like, oh, this is a topic you and I have in common. But then women is also a topic. Well, we have, we'll have, we got to get to some fantasy novels. I, we'll, 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 we'll veer to that because I do love those as well. But I feel like my, um, sorry, I'm going to be so gross. I have, I have new allergies. I was just telling uh, Gabrus, and it's an exciting new part of my life. Thank you. Uh, where I'm, no, this is perfect. Uh, Wait, you just got the left. Don't tell your wife I finished your tissues. <laughs> oh, she'll uh, think it was me anyway. Um. For some reason. <laughs> you are going to jerk off after this. So. Well, I have to wait for my uh. high school buddies to get over. <laughs> I, there was one drawback. I can't get off without a group of uh, guys hanging around me. <laughs> Do you guys still talk about it? No, I'm not really friends, like still friends with a lot of those guys. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about it like after ninth well, grade. Well, I wouldn't Once- have thought you would like d- the next day be like, hey, yesterday was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had fun. <laughs> Are we going to do this next sleepover too? Yeah. I didn't know if all of them were sort of in your boat of being comfortable being like, man, that was crazy what we used to do as kids. Yeah, right? I, w- like- I wonder. That's why I'm like leaving names out of it. I'm wondering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But because there is that level of like, well, that wasn't gay, right? Like, because we're like, what's that? I do remember distinctly also one party, like, where we put on all m- my friend's sister was like a longtime dancer and she had like all these insane dancers' outfits, you know? And we all put them on <laughs> and we God. like dressed like women for a night. How like, cute <laughs> are you guys? And we like put our, like, our, our sisters and, gr- and friends that were girls put our hair into like little pigtails for the, cause we all had like those long, uh, bowl cuts. Were you guys just kind of dream boats? Like you must've had, I bet girls loved being friends with you guys. Uh, this group of friends, the Mikes and the Johns were like, sort of like the, uh, uh, popular kids in the school, like one, but like popular in that we partied and, and people want to hang out with us, but also we, everyone played sports and we won the talent. These, like we had two different rival groups that were both friends, winning the talent shows back and forth. You know, we were like fucking Wow, you were like, like Renaissance. We were all men. no, we were like more like Van Wilders. Like that's we like, okay. like believed ourselves to be. I truly saw the film Van what the film Van Wilder and I tried to be that. Like and I kind of pushed it and I was that in college. I'm background in that film. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> it was my first background stint oh, when I moved I'm to LA. This. I'm rewatching I'm not I can't find myself. It's all these huge huge teenage party scenes that were horrible all night. Like the kind of thing that they get you right at central casting when you sign up. They're like, "Do you want to be in a movie?" And I was like, "Um, yeah, that's yeah." Because yeah, no like, one else, anyone who's done five days of extra work would go, "No, I'm not being in a 200." I'm not going to do non-union scene. eleven hours overnight freezing. Oh. oh, that's awful. It was bad, especially with like that age group of people. It was yeah. I was just in an aud- in an audition waiting room yesterday, and one of the characters that was being auditioned was like eighteen year old YouTube personality. So there was like. 10 18 year old dudes with like beats headphones and like weird haircuts and i was like i hate this fucking business and they're all like talking to each other like who did your headshots bro that's actually really tight it was a friend of mine oh okay (laughs) that's the conversation those conversations just they make me so sad because i'm sitting in a room where i'm part of all of it like if i were to hear it on a bus or a train i'd be like how funny that's so funny that that's what those people talk about but i think it makes me so depressed because i'm like god yeah. Are we really like this? Like, and we I'm sure are. I've been the one overheard having that dumb fucking conversation. Like, oh, one hundred percent. I was just saying to uh, Ben Rogers yesterday that 
most of the stuff I really like in life and that I want to do is ruined by the people who also really like That's it. That's so true. And and it, is it more on me that I'm maybe a little more antisocial than I let on? Because it's like, but I also think some people like are too, like I love Star Wars, video games, acting, comedy. And these are all just like the people who also really like them. Uh, most of them I hate. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I find that about so many things. I've even gone so far as to have bought a new piece of clothing and see someone who is completely not who I want to be wearing it and throw it away that day. Like, it doesn't matter that I like it. I'm like, that's nope, nope. She, someone that's else her. Has, yeah. That's not me. <laughs> Goodbye. I, I throw on expensive boots. Like, I was like, oh, God, no, you like these? I'm, they're gone. Yeah. I love like lifting weights, but I hate other people who do. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. Like, and I don't you, want... but that's a very, you do not fit the lifting weight. Oh, maybe you do now because I feel like now CrossFit's a whole actor thing. Right. Where yeah. it's like, we're into the health part of it, not in the muscles. Yeah. Like, There's also like, I think, a mid 30s dude thing uh, in, in our business where it's like, well, it's time to start taking my health seriously. Hey, my jacked friend is getting cast. I better be like, that's what's going through my head at least. I'm oh. clearly projecting where you're like, it's funny to be the fat frat guy in a movie, but like fat dads is not as like a casting as much of a role. You got to be like hot dad. I mean, for certain. Also for comedy, I feel like, like now Hallmark, you have to be insanely good looking. God. For guys, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Look who like the people who are all leads in the comedies are not funny they're they're like very good actors well, the they're lead, handsome actors who can do funny things the leads but also i feel like those movies tend to be non-comedian leads and then they fill out the rest right. of comedians but even like but, seth rogan kevin hart like these guys are fucking handsome and buff now would we think seth rogan well he is buff now yes but you know what because he's a millionaire and they that's got an, that's they the other have fucking money thing. to get a trainer you can get like when seth rogan started working well he was a teenager i mean this is the other thing it's like yeah, you start when you're a teen. You fucking make so much money that you can have whatever body you want. I'm sure he has a personal chef, a personal turn. Like I would. I uh, fuck yeah. I yeah. I want the bougiest life possible for myself. I, I have it. I'm just like I, I have the amount of money I have. Me and my wife have. We live exactly to that level of no, of no savings, but we live a very bougie life. Yeah. I think if we got more money, we would only be like our our nutritionist is dropping off our fucking pre made meals. I would love. I would love the pre made meals, and not not the not, not the shitty recipes. ones. Sorry, no, comes in glass bottles. Yes, and like, with like, with like a little explanation of like the farm fresh, whatever. Yeah, you're I want I want to meet. I want a picture of the farmer who's like <laughs> <laughs> these yams were uh, were made by. The this dude. <laughs> I mean, I just want to touch a screen when it comes and the farmer's talking to me about <laughs> what it was like to harvest I don't that eat the morning. Food. I just want to hear from farmers. I just about want to hear it. <laughs> really, I just want a farmer's friend. Actually, if I had money, that's what I'd buy. <laughs> I'd buy a farmer friend. I think you're talking about indentured servitude. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Farm. You know, farmers have it rough. I don't think they'd be that uh that against it right now. Yeah. Right. No. It's Bad time, time to start shifting careers. Yeah. Uh, oh like, yeah. Our topic. I'm sorry. This no, is no, how fast we got of up careers. It. Oh <laughs> Women, yeah, huh? my career as a woman is really going well. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, got the job when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't kick in until puberty, but I <laughs> knew it was coming. Uh, what made you want? What made you want to talk about women? Honestly, when you asked, like, what something I forget how you phrased it, something that you're like passionate about, I think, or you love. Yeah, yeah. I really am passionate about how much I love women. 
See, I, and now this is like, where we can agree. <laughs> I, they, finally, this has just been the conflict has been really stressful. Finally, something we yeah, have in common. Oh my god, uh, thing. we both pretending to agree with you about things. Um, <laughs> I like in the last couple of years, not, not to play fucking white knight Johnny woke now, but in the last couple of years, really have been able to understand like how awful it was for so long, like and yeah. how. I, my part, how much of a part I played in, at least in my life, not well, like in guys. societal. No, yeah. no, no, but all, but all, all men totally did. And it's, and we, that's how we were all raised. Right. You know why? Which is why I think it's so funny to not like say what you just said, where it's like, you didn't know anything different. Like right. that yeah. is what you were like. Guys I mean, were humiliated told. now with hindsight and like some more knowledge where I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe I was yeah, it, doing and saying well, this Well, and we can't shit. believe we uh, were okay with it. I think that's that same. Everyone's kind of in shock where it's like, right. I said that and women are like, I thought I was allowed, to, I, or I thought I had to be attracted to that and like be okay with that right. and be like, oh, cool. <laughs> is this specific yeah. to like our generation, like our age group is in, in that way that we're not that we're not old enough to be like not hearing about the changes or not caring about the changes and we're not young enough to have grown up in the new kind of paradigm not that it's new all over and yeah. doing that well but we're in that age group and i think also you mentioned it earlier the internet thing yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're the generation that has lived both without and with the and internet and has like had to really make the difference because it's i mean well every every generation should but you're right i think because we're like we're still in an age where we're like navigating the workplace. Like we're right. not retired and going, oh, when I was in the workplace, things were bad. Or yeah, like, exactly. oh, I should have been different. We're yeah. currently part of it. And people we... are meeting, getting married. Like relationships are like mid. Right. Yeah. So it's like we're developing, we're developing that world. And we're like, now we know we have our own mistakes of the past. But the generations below us don't even have, haven't made those mistakes. They're coming up in the new paradigm that we're hopefully laying out. Yeah. For. The, Although and, it's interesting because some still so totally aren't yeah i mean you know like, like anyone in the trump camp i feel like they're still being raised 50 years ago essentially right and i wonder how much that is like all like all encompassing in that in that camp you know what i mean because they're yeah they're, and i'm not trying to find any good people on that side but what i'm i guess what i'm saying is like i'm assuming there's a bunch of 12 year old kids in that world who yeah. will who grew up in those families who will reject that because i will well, we say got, we have to hope so well, yeah because i don't want to speak but i know a lot of people in my generation who are you know like whatever crazy lefty like oh yeah open, they have republican parents yeah who yeah. have like are like racist argue bad for parents. sure yeah and yeah. like I, i'm hoping that there's 12 year olds there who are just like more progressive than their parents just because they're young and see the world in a more global way because of the internet and shit like that. Yeah, You want to hope that there's some positives to the internet. Yeah, you hope so. It is interesting though because it's like I think we're looking at, back at it with so much perspective and they don't even have perspective. So right. I can't imagine being raised in that where it's not like you're going are my parents wrong? You're going this is the world. Like right. the way you do when you're a kid because you're you don't know to be like, okay, I'm being offered one set of rules here. Right. What are other people? Like that didn't even occur to me until like I would go to someone's house and be like, oh, their family fights different than my family <laughs> fights. Or like they communicate. And, you know, like you start going, oh, so that's not just the family dynamic that everybody has. I remember being blown away when uh, I went to my then girlfriend's house, my now wife, at like 21 and saw her parents kiss. Yeah. And then she and then uh, she, we came in. I'm like, "Where are your mom and dad?" And she like rolled her eyes. Was like, "I think they're in the shower." I'm like, "They both of them are in the shower together." And she's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And I was like, "I." It, to me, my parents had like this like loveless marriage in front of us, 
that I was like, oh my God, yeah, of course. If I had a wife, I would be like, let's shower together. And it was just like, it didn't even occur to me. I mean, now that you have a wife, do you? Because showering together always to me has been work. Showering together is never uh, as, like, it's like sexy one time. One time. But you're like, well, I'm cold and you have water like streaming into your forehead. And and then let's switch, same thing. And also like, like let's be real there's too much water for oral it's like you can drown if you're not like sex like, and water i don't know why when people do hot tub scenes i'm like so no lube so we're yeah. just going lubeless well like the the times we've had sex in a hot tub is like don't just get your legs in there it's like just like you know like, <laughs> like we, we're actively going like don't get any of either of our setting. jennies wet you yeah. just want to have the setting of a hot tub right, just that's like, the sex we just want to say we fucked in a hot tub so you're like keep your <laughs> keep your genitals out of it <laughs> don't touch the dirty hot tub water with your Ugh, uh, hot tubs really also showers really shower sex is a real height dependent thing too like a big yeah. height difference makes it dangerous. Like, well, you know, it's dangerous <laughs> anyway. Like every time I get in a shower, I think, God, I hope I don't fall. You know, like you, like I guess I'm at that age, but I'm just like, please let this not <laughs> be. I noticed you were wearing the Met Alert necklace. <laughs> oh my God, you can tell what it is. I thought it just looked normal. It does say Erin and diamonds, which is cute. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then the angel wings tipped you off. As you may know, or if you don't, I'm about to tell you, I know nothing about investing stocks, options, cryptos. I don't know anything about that. But Robinhood, the app, makes it very easy. It's simple. It's intuitive. It's clear design. And the data is presented in an easy to digest way. Like, I actually understand it. I noticed that there's no commission fees. So other brokerages will charge up to $10, but Robinhood doesn't charge. So you trade stocks and keep all of your profits. It's easy to use. The design is nice. And you can learn by doing, which is important for me. So I learn how to invest as I build my portfolio. I learn about stocks and track favorite companies. Uh, you know, you can set custom notifications. You start to learn like what you want, what you're looking for. The uh, web platform allows you to view like collections. So if you're like, oh, I only want female CEOs, I want to invest in the entertainment sector or social media sector. So you can like really figure it out that way. So do yourself a favor. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up at mighty.robinhood.com. That's M I G H T Y. Mighty.robinhood.com. And now I feel like I brought it up. But when I pulled up, I literally went to get my key out of the ignition and couldn't get it out. Like it would not get out. And I realized because I just bought my mom's car from her and I've driven a stick shift for 20 years. This is so wild to me yeah. because I don't know many people who... Like, I don't know many people who are still driving stick, period. And like, while I we're mean, on the topic, even fewer women I know drive. Because like, yeah. men choose stick because it like makes them feel, you know, it's like another way to exert control over one more object oh, in your life. That's why I I just need some control in my life. But no, it makes total sense when, when anyone who drives manual is like, yeah, dude, how well, do you Well, especially, not? and it now as we get further, it would it became more impressive and like, towards the end of these 20 years. Because when I first got it too, some people were still driving stick. Right. Nobody drives no stick No one's now. buying it anymore. Like you're buying a stick if you're buying like a mega sports car. You're never going to go get a normal Toyota and be like, maybe I'll do standard. Well, like, especially in Los Angeles. Like, oh isn't my God. like a stick awful in traffic? Well, that's why I finally had to get rid of mine. It was... It, like it's just on the 101, like... I mean, that's that I got used to. That I honestly don't even... I don't even think about it. What happened was I'd be... My GPS would send me up the Canyon Hills 
at rush hour. And then you'd have to like- And you'd be stop, go, stop, go on a very steep hill with cars in front and behind you. And my car started to do this thing where it would just, it would have this burning smell. And I was like, what is going on? And it fucking turned off one day on on one of those canyon roads between cars. And I was like, I'm going to die. You had to pull the e-brake? I pulled the e-brake and the fucking thing broke. So I had to hold the brake. I finally just steered. I think I put it in reverse, steered, and managed to like curve backwards and call AAA. But it was the most terrifying thing. Jesus Christ. Paid $1,500 to get it fixed. And as I pick it up, the mechanic goes, but I mean, uh, you know, just so you know, um, you know, that can happen with standards on on hills. I mean, that's, and I was like, I've had this car for 20 years. It's never happened before. Happened the next time I did it. So I was like, motherfucker, just pay, just, I think he charged me $1,500 and did nothing. Oh my god! Because there's no way it would happen. Like the next time it happened, I'd been uphill for five seconds. Oh, that's so fun! And he's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is the kind of thing that just happens." He like slaps a band aid on to get you yeah. out of the place, and is like, yeah. "I made my fifteen hundred dollars." I've been calling around friends, literally being like, "Who has a good mechanic? Who has a good mechanic?" All my friends are so successful that they're like, "Well, we just go to the dealer." And I was like, "God, fucking damn!" Yeah, I know. I'm so <laughs> bougie. I'm like, I have a lease, <laughs> and if the car broke down now, I would just like leave it and, and lift for a week. Which makes it, well, <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, I don't. Yeah, know. <laughs> but also if you're in a lease, of course course you go to the dealer like right, yeah, this yeah. is a like I, if i went to a toyota dealer i'd pay 20 times what i would pay at <laughs> a mechanic so uh <laughs> anyway yeah uh mechanic i love we're talking about women and by accident now we're talking about mechanics which is and- so crazy because women don't know about cars i know uh, i mean it's funny because i don't know about cars either but it's like a thing yeah Like a lot of dudes, I remember a long time ago, I saw someone either tweet or a female comedian make the joke of some kind that was like, all these motherfuckers walking around Brooklyn with their beards and their flannel shirts, none of them could change a tire, chop down a tree or, you know, jumpstart a car. Yeah, that's very funny. I felt like caught you're like, like a, you are wearing an outfit it's like i have a friend who wears a motorcycle jacket and i'm like you've never been on a motorcycle like, no, i'm scared but it's <laughs> <course> so funny <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well he's an actor he like tints his lashes i mean the whole thing is just like this is like you're wearing a costume out it's like when i had i had a job as so like what are you in the village people <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we got a native american headdress <laughs> horrible i like did a writing job for one weekend it was the first like paid writing job i'd ever had and i literally was like what 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 do writers write uh wear and i like I wore like a button down like plaid shirt, which I was like the only one I own and I hate wearing them. Like I, I put, I brought my laptop in this like, uh, what are those stupid Herschel backpacks? Yeah, yeah. Again, I have this and I hated it as soon as it arrived. And then I like got a coffee even though I'd had a coffee because I wanted to hold a coffee. And my, I told my friend later and she was like, you're such an actor. You like dressed up to be a writer. Like she was like, you didn't feel you'd you were be like a part unless you were in a costume. A yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Cause the next you're day like, I was like in a hoodie, didn't bring my laptop, you know, like had you my had coffee like, at you home. You had like big Judah Friedlander glasses on. And yeah. like- <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went that writer and not like the Gabrus fat writer. Like you wore like camo cargo shorts and like a too small t-shirt and like a backwards baseball cap despite being in your thirties. <laughs> I, I would never wear shorts in public. I wish, I wish I could. I can't. You can't. Oh, yeah. right. Because you have uh, those we, we, like slim gym legs. Right? Yeah, I like do. They're really like weird and thin and dark brown. Dark brown and wrinkly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish I it's could. It's kind of, it's Groot legs. I call them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am Groot legs. Uh. <laughs> I am Groot leg. No shorts in public? Never. Is that like, is that something that's been going on for a long time what about like i don't think i've worn shorts in public since i was 15 years old there is like shorts are childlike 
there is something like men who wear shorts. Like we get away with it because we don't care if we come across as children. Um, but there is something like non-adult about wearing shorts. And I and this I is coming from a dude who them. exclusively wears shorts. I never noticed. But I mean, you're right. You, I, I, I don't think I ever like picked up on that. It was we, what you were only wearing, even when it's freezing. Do you know? Yeah, wear just pants? more or less. I, I wear pants if uh, I'm going to be on stage uh, for ASCAT or something like that. But if it's hot out, I'll still do shorts. Stage is rough. I feel like on stage is where I'm like, I really don't want someone staring at one choice I made for too long. Right. Like there's certain shirts where I'm like, not for a show. Yet. Well, there's. it's really funny you say that. One time, uh, one time in like level three in 2004, um, Mike Delaney, my teacher said, someone had like a, a, a Simpsons t-shirt on or like a joke t-shirt on. And he goes, uh, hey, I wouldn't wear that shirt on stage. And the guy's like, why not? He's like, you never want a, your shirt to be funnier than you are. <laughs> and it was like the realest thing ever where it's like, if you have anything that stands yeah. out on stage, it's like, <clears throat> and then I did the show Wild and Out. We're just dudes who like, peacock the fuck we're like we're doing comedy and these dudes are in like fucking like leather pants like dressed like eddie murphy raw and shit like that but when that's the name of the show it's like sure yeah. sure but being that being the only guy of that on stage would be everyone would be just trying to figure like imagine i can't time. imagine like you know you're doing ASCAT and like you know i'm in like leather pants and like a fucking but like so... russell i'm dressed like russell brand i have like yeah. five bracelets on and like Ugh. my hair like you would be like fuck this guy you would have to be so funny to outdo the confusion that was being created right. by that outfit. You have outfit. to like overcome your like, own you'd outfit. Have to be, you'd have to kill it so hard that people would then go, oh my God, and he was wearing this amazing, <laughs> crazy outfit. Like anything under that and everyone's like, what the fuck? Because if your outfit is, if yeah, and if you leave and the person in the outfit wasn't the best, you're like, what about that asshole in that fucking outfit? And that's the thing too. Yeah, because you don't normally really remember things that are just kind of average bad. Like, right. I think whenever I coach, I like, I, I'll like remind them of this where I'm like, I don't have a notebook in my head that's like your bad scenes. Right. In fact, yeah. I'll never- No one in even, the audience is writing down I like- I never yeah. know. No, it's like something will stand out to me that's like really funny and I'll remember it for years and everything else disappears. But something like- like if someone does like an act out on stage, it's really bad. You know, like someone if someone's shitty. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. I remember forever. like ever. Yeah, a big bad swing more than uh, anything. Yeah, and not even like if it's like if they were trying to be funny or like trying to be cool, like and it just didn't work. Again, I don't care. But right. if someone was like, you know, I've definitely I've just seen people be assholes on stage, and oh, I never yeah. forget it. Oh, me neither. Yeah, or just like actively like tanking something you're just like oh I, yeah this, this will stick with me no matter what yeah um has there here, here's i'll just throw out recently nikki glazer a comedian i really like she mentioned something of like i think it maybe was a tweet or is like male privilege is never more prevalent than men jogging at night oh yeah and that hit me so hard i was like that's something i don't even think about oh yeah it's like i go for a run at night and I don't feel any fear except for like bad drivers. And women are like, I would never fucking do that. This is so turned into like the patriarchy episode. I feel terrible. Um, well, I, I don't. I, I That's fine. Let's change the name of it to the patriarchy. Oh, God. No. <laughs> I feel like I'm already, people are already so annoyed with I don't know. that word. The patriarchy has a negative connotation, but it is more like it's 
in the past. It should it, it like I think we're just labeling something that was bad in the past. It's not like well, but I think it's an I think it's become one of those buzzwords. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I said it once, and my uncle goes, "Patriarchy's my trigger word," and I was like, "What a funny and trigger, joke to my, and tr- trigger and is one of those words." And I'm like, would... "Oh, and trigger is something that women who have a tr- uh, sexual assault or trauma would use." But way to go that you've uh, co-opted that word as well. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I th- it's become one of those words. It's like you overuse it enough, and the same way that people, yeah. Oh, you were just saying that triggers overused as well, right? Yeah, well, I really circled around that one. Um, <laughs> Here we are, back where we started. Yeah, there's so many words like that where it's like they're great, but they do. I think when they become overused, same with like on the spectrum, it's yeah. like they lose their meaning. Where then you have to be like, let's actually say what we mean, right? Right. Because right. when you just start throwing out words, and then people start throwing them out slightly incorrectly, or like. T- were like to make a point without knowing what they're yeah. really talking about. It's like if it, they just are like white noise. And then there's like an element of like some of these words that like that people just want to ruin too. Like people want the patriarchy to have to have this kind of negative connotation because bo- one side benefits from the other side being like ugh, I can't really say patriarchy. Like right, like it's, it's dork. It's dorky to be against the patriarchy now because like everybody is right, and yeah. then so it's like it's a weird flip where we're like it's the new subverting our own beliefs so we don't come across as like a dorks or something. Exactly, like that. exactly. Uh, <laughs> we're like buying like, we're into like the libtard. Woke thing. is like a bad thing now. It's like like you can't like yeah. say woke. Anymore. Well, it is because it's all the fucking like the losers like co opted the word, you know, right, or yeah. you know, where you have like your uncle who thinks he's liberal is like I mean hey man I'm woke and you're yeah. like oh god or your, or now your I uncle, can't say it anymore or your uncle who's not liberal at all who's like oh look who's woke and then like creates woke to have a negative connotation all of it. to it it's yeah. all see this is like this is the, I, I mean, I, I come from I come like from like families talking about the patron. This is a nightmare. I come from families like where truly growing up like liking if. If I would have said I was a vegetarian, it like that would have been like coming out of the closet. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, like where yeah. there's like just this weird energy about like everything. Like the uh, the example I, I always say was like my parents thought I was like my family thought I was gay because I really liked movies. <laughs> like it was just like <laughs> I don't know. He pays attention to the actors. There's something wrong with him, you know? It's like I, <laughs> that's yeah. how like weirdly blind my family was to like my upbringing was to anything. And then I was like eye opening for me. To I live feel in. like my mom's always been more open minded than me. Interesting. Like she in the eighties, she was like, "I'm going to become a vegetarian. Do you guys want to?" And I like cried because I didn't want to. The idea of giving up bacon was so you're, sad. You're from me. California, right? Originally, I'm from Massachusetts, oh, okay. and then this was when we were living in North Carolina. But, oh, um, okay. Yeah, she's always been just sort of like way ahead of the curve. Like as soon as like yeah, you know, the yes all women hashtag. I remember I was like very affected by it, and my mom was like, like she was the person I would talk to about it the most. Like she's. She's way more. I'm very liberal. She's more liberal. Than oh, I that's am. awesome. Yeah, that's always cool. I like when you meet someone's liberal parent. I'm just like, I, I'm the, I, I'm the generation in my family that is the first liberal, and even the, my sibling people in my generation that right. are not, the, do not. Which I'm I the only one think, who's like left. Which is very cool to me because to to break away from your family and force yourself to be to choose how you're thinking. I can't imagine that because having been raised by like very liberal atheists, I in terms of that. I had nowhere to go. You know, I was like, right. this seems good. <laughs> yeah, you can't get more. I think I'll stick with this. <laughs> can't like... get lefter on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like my family that stayed on Long Island is still in that I world. Have family on Long Island. Well, not anymore, but that's where my uh, my grandma lived for years and years. Oh, my God. We yeah. should have her on the pod. <laughs> my dad was born in Queens. Oh, hell yeah. 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 My parents were both born on Long Island and went to high school on Long Island. Oh, they met. Wow. In, uh, they, well, they met. 
I shouldn't like I always like to say they met in high school. Well, they met when my mom was in ninth grade and my dad had already dropped out of high school. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's the kind of family I come from. <laughs> Where my dad was like, when, I remember so when your I, dad was an adult and your mom was in high school. There was a moment yeah. when there was a moment when like uh I was like fifteen when we did the math like me and my brothers like sort of did the math when yeah. we were like Dad's six years older than mom, and they started dating in high school or something like that. Like yeah. five years older than mom, and they were together in high school. And we were like, uh, she was in ninth grade; he would have been nineteen and a college and a high school drop. It is so. I mean, when I was sixteen, I dated a twenty-nine-year-old. Wow! And when I think about now, like of course, at the time, my perspective was. I'm so like cool and wise that this older person wants to be with me. And the reality was like, oh, this sick fuck can't date women his age. Like, yeah. That, yeah, of course, that's what it was. That's a big. I had braces. I looked 11. Oh like, I that's was a not big an old age gap 16. at that time, too. Huge. Like, if you're 30 and 43, that's not as crazy. No, you're you, both consenting adults. Right, right, right. We did not have, we didn't have sex, but like, it is shocking to me. I, I just. I can't because even now it's like now, of course, there would be like it would be a bigger deal, I think, because people are more aware of that. Like right. at the time, I think there was a sort of idea that like, well, sometimes girls date older guys and we don't like it, but it's, yeah. a thing, you know, and now it would be like it would be a huge, a huge thing. Right. And but also even when we were like. In high school, it'd be like, oh, this ninth grade girl is dating this dude who graduated last all year. All the time. You would and hear it, about it all the time. It didn't feel weird at all. But then like- It was kind of just made her like mysterious and like and like edgy. Yeah. but and, and then you think about like 14 and 19, that's like, those are dog years like for uh, maturation. Those are such different phases. Oh yes. my God. Yeah. And then, but to 16 and 29. That's crazy. We went out once, like me and him and his, and his friend and his friend was so uncomfortable the whole time. And he was like, dude, dude, no, like we, I, first of all, never go out with you guys again. It's like embarrassing. Like you look, you're like her uncle. And he was like, and you, this is, he, he was so upset by the whole thing. And I was like, that's the right guy. That's, that's, Would you like to date me, sir? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh... He's like, I'm even older than this dude. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I should have been like, I agree with you. Oh, my God. Um, isn't this crazy how young I am? Um, but it just blows my mind because at no point when I was 29, no matter what was going on in society, would I have been like, I think I'd like to date a 16-year-old guy. Yeah. That's a child. That's insane. I remember when I got to the age that I was creeped out that the girls were 18 in porno mags that I grew up like looking right. at. Yeah. I remember being like, oh. I said that like I got to that age too. <laughs> yeah. I was so on board. <laughs> totally, bro. <laughs> you want to beat off after this? <laughs> no wonder their handwriting looks so childish. <laughs> no wonder why she puts a heart over her eye and her signature. But I remember being like 25 or 26 and remembering that the girls were 18 in those magazines. Oh, that's young to come to that, I feel, I feel like. Well, I was always I always liked older women <laughs> since I was oh, a really? kid. Yeah, I had more crushes on teachers than girls in my that's school. That's really sweet. I think it's I mean, I think it's more prevalent than we think based on how popular the MILF and stepmom categories are on pornography. Yeah. 
Which is funny because I feel like women have always sort of taken the flack for dating older men, but you're right. I feel like it really is a thing. It's a weird, it's a weird, and I'm sure there's like layers of Oedipal shit that one could, you know, unpack. Well, on every level, we all have parental imprints, as my (laughs) therapist calls it. Oh, nice. She like hates the term daddy issues, which I hate too because it's so sexual. You know, it makes it seem like you. The word daddy has been absolutely (laughs) ruined. I cannot. Yeah. I don't even want, because like, I think our. Our generation, maybe some of the younger, some people slightly younger than me are completely okay with that. Or maybe if you're single, like if my wife called me daddy in bed, I would be so upset. And then, and then meanwhile, like there used to be a time where wives would just call their husbands daddy unsexually. Right. Like daddy, did you, did you bring home the roast beef? <laughs> it's like, I understand it when you're like talking to your child, if your child calls your yeah. father, daddy. Daddy's it's like, not going to be home till six tonight. Daddy's yeah, yeah. going to be home for a while. <laughs> daddy's, daddy left in the middle of the night. Daddy's not going to be at your football game again this week, Daddy's John. car <laughs> flew off a cliff. Uh, <laughs> daddy spent $1,500 to get his car fixed and then fell off a cliff. <laughs> he fell off a canyon road. Um, <laughs> yeah, daddy is a word that I'm like, that word is like ruined for me. You know what I, my weird association with it is, and I feel so odd about it, but I can't get my head away from it, is my dad died when I was five. And at that time, I called him daddy. So I never, I it's not like I ever got to a point with him where that changed and I called him dad. Yeah. And so when I have memories of him, or if I talk to my mom about him, I will start to say- daddy. But even when I start to, I'm like, I, I have to like preempt it and be like, I don't know why I'm still saying this. But I also can't say dad because it feels, it dis, it would not be genuine. It would be, it would like, be calling, like, I'm not talking about him. Yeah. Or if I like suddenly picked a nickname for someone that I only say behind their back and like, you know, if like I called Lauren, like, you know, I was hanging with Laura today, <laughs> yeah. but like never told her, it would be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you changed my name to your friends. Yeah. Interesting. So I have Well, this could have also been a topic because uh, I've done a few episodes about dead dads on this podcast. My Wait, dad- what is this podcast? about again <laughs> it's really not about anything uh, the, but you said things i love well it's, love- <laughs> it's more just like things uh we have in common that we want to talk about in common. yeah it doesn't even have to be because like <laughs> I, I feel like I, I did not understand the topic i don't it doesn't I, matter when i said women <laughs> I don't. I think this is what I understand. I've done. If you look at the list of topics (laughs) I've done, it's like Judaism, Long Island, chicken cutlets, you know, Chinese food. They're they're all over the place. Don't worry about it. Women, Women works. Um, not but, that we've gotten to it yet. I we, mean, we had, but this is what no, no podcast gets patriarchy. We can't. By the way, we're done. No more of that. Well, it's not. So let's let's get into it. We're let's done. talk. Let's talk about women. What what do we like about women? I'm, oh, I I'm a big know. fan of tits. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even look at you when I made that joke, and that's how I know I shouldn't you have really said did. it. I was like, you uh, angled your whole body away. Like, you said, when I said I'm like hot in the face. I'm like, that's not worth a joke if you can't look at the person and say it. <laughs> That means you're not supposed to say it, gamers. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think for me, like I, I lucked out in that I started having best girlfriends so young, and it was just a natural thing. My entire life, I've always had a best girlfriend, if not a group of best girlfriends, with the very small exception of junior high, where everyone's evil. <laughs> like, right. Well, that, you go through that phase where you're no like, one's, yeah. like men, women, you're yeah, running through you friends. Call them that, but there are no one's trustworthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everyone's like, I think I'm friends with this. I think I'm going to hook up with this girl. Yeah. Oh, she kissed me. And then like the next day she called me like a fat loser. And oh yeah. Then, and then you're like, and with girls, you're like, this is my new best friend. And then the next day she's like, um, my other best friend came back. So now we're done. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. so, junior high is a wild time. Oh, it's wild. <laughs> but every other part of my life I've had just like, 
girlfriends where I felt like we were in our every time. And this is how I still feel with like wild horses when we hang out. When we start talking and it's just us, it's like we go into this like it's like a snow globe of just us. And I'm like, these conversations do not happen in the rest of the world. I right. never have a level of conversation that I do with my that, that same and the same level that I do when I'm with my best girlfriends. And that's been my whole life. It feels very magical. And I think I forget that I I forget how cool it is because since I've always had it, I'll then meet people who are like, oh, and I really have girlfriends. And I'm like, I can't imagine. I know. I think about that. I think about that too a lot. It's like dudes who are like, there's two camps though to me. If like if I meet a guy who's 35 and all of his best friends are still kids from like high school and stuff, I'm like like actual kids. No, no, like from when he was in high school. Okay. They're his. I age. was like, yeah, that'd be really <laughs> yeah. weird. I'm and I, that's most of my friends are exclusively have high school friends. Yeah, well, how else do you stay current? <laughs> that's how I learn what the millennials are up to. I need references for Twitter. Um, but no, like uh, like when I meet someone whose friends are their only friends are still from high school. Like I've been friends with these guys for 30 right. years. haven't made new friends since. That's when I get a little standoffish. It is odd not to make new ones because I feel like I have friends from every almost every part of my life. Exactly. Same yeah. here. But then the flip is people who only have new friends. Red flag, red flag, red right? flag. Where you're, like, I, you're like, I don't talk to anyone from any other period of my life. Well, you're when like, you hear people, you know how you meet those people where it's like, there's a little bit of a fast friends element in that they're very fun to talk to and, and they have opinions on everything. So it's like fun. But then they've had a falling out with like every name that comes up and you're like, I'm going to be the next one. Right. Like, well, it's, of course I'm going to be. It's eventually. so funny that perspective you get when someone's like, and guess who else fucked me over? And you're like, yeah, guess who the guess other person the in all denominator. of these <laughs> Exactly. Eventually, it's like, oh, everyone you work with is a bitch. And no matter, I feel like there's also always like a very good story with like lots of evidence to back it up. And I'm still like, but there's too many of them. Yeah. But there's just too many of and them. And you've built like, I'm just only hearing your narrative. Yes. Yeah. I'll even like, if I'm in a conversation and, and like, let's say two people that I happen to not like come up. And so I say that twice, even then I'm like, I know what I sound like. I'm I'm going to sound like the person who hates everybody. Yeah. Like, like I'm so aware of like... I want to be like, uh, uh, listen, it was very coincidental. You happened to name two horrible sociopaths. Yeah, right, I totally. just had to and say something. They name one more person. You're like, well, okay, okay. Now that's three All people. Right, so I know three. Okay. It's three. I don't know. You have let's, bad taste. Yeah. Let's get out of the comedy world. See if there's anyone I don't hate. <laughs> that's such, that's so, so true. I, I feel that. And I think I've never, making girlfriends has always been kind of weird for me. Well, I got, I've never had a dynamic. I've always been in relationships. So like I, and I'm never in relationships. Oh. Like really almost never. I would say my deepest relationships are with women. And it's very weird at this age now because now they are they are all in relationships. And that does change it. Like I feel I feel like I do miss, and it's not that I resent them having them. I want them to have them. Right. But I really miss the feeling I had when I like my like my best friend Mary in high school was like my wife. I right. spent the night at her house every night in the summer. We would bicker without even noticing we were bickering. Her parents were like, you guys are married. Right. And so, then like, all of a sudden you have to start splitting time. I mean, it was, it's hilarious. Like, and we could be with each other and be annoyed and it wasn't annoying. Right. Like it, I've never experienced that. It's like really. That's a good relationship. Oh, it was such a, and we're still, you know, we're still friends, but now we talk once a month and she tells me about her kids and like, right. we have great conversations about other things, but I'm like, man. I really miss when I was your person. 
Right. And that's that's hard. That's a hard that's a hard dynamic. Yeah, because yeah. it's not you can't get away from the romance of it. Like my my very first best friend, this Amy Kelly, who I'm and I'm still friends with her in a very, you know, like Facebook distant way. But right. I remember like I went to visit her. Um, I think it was like in fourth grade and we'd gone to second and third grade together. So I hadn't I had like hadn't seen her for a whole summer or school year or something. And I stayed with her at her house and like had this, like the best three days. Like we rode her horse. We played games. Like I ate so much beef jerky because her mom kept beef jerky. My mom would never buy it. <laughs> and then I remember that whole summer, I, I I was obsessed with that show, Silver Spoons. Yes. And I had this music video in my head that was sh- like me and Amy to the to the song from Silver Spoons. Like, here we are face to face and it would be like her and me like looking at each other and then smiling credit sequence to your friendship i had the whole song mapped out like we would like be riding the horse like together like and when i think about it now i'm like that's a romantic fantasy except it wasn't sexual in any way right right but it was so like it was so romantic but there is that it's funny that bromance is like such a common phrase but there's like because nope. it's just accepted for girlfriends. I think it's like they made a thing of it with bromance because it's like, because oh, we're like, finally acknowledging this. And girls are like, that's the nature of our that's relationships. That's how friendships like, are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get dressed and undressed in front of each other. We tell each other literally everything. We talk about sex. We talk about our body parts. Like, yeah, I except rem- for masturbation. When I, I remember when I was like 18 or 19, maybe maybe it was in college when my, me and my guy friends started hugging. And oh. now I'm like a big time male on male hugger, but that wasn't always a thing. That's very LA too, I feel like. And yeah. LA in LA, I feel like sometimes I'll stay seated because I'll be sort of like, I don't need to hug this person. I saw them yesterday. I'm I'm gonna probably hug them goodbye. But then everyone else does it and I'm like <sighs> Yeah, the the UC, the UCB green room is a great dynamic the green of like room, Am I gonna hug It is like a wedding every time you're back there. Yeah, I'm like, I'll high five all the last day of school guys. Yeah. But then uh I'm gonna hug the ass cat. Oh yeah, wild horses is like literally we I think hug, we had this on yes. Saturday where we came up. It was like to- a, it was like two greeting lines. It yeah. was like it really it was, was like families line. at a wedding. Yeah, a receiving <laughs> line. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's so and it's always like I think like you that. were even like, you don't have to come down here to hug me. Or someone was like, don't bend down to hug <laughs> yeah. me. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love, yeah, I love the friendliness of it. And in fact, that felt very, that particular night that did feel very warm and genuine. Like yeah. there was something about coming back from the holidays too. <laughs> but usually I'm like, why are, why are, why are we, we all, all doing this every time? I remember in junior high, this is such a weird dynamic where k- girls, started kissing boys on the cheek like in, as greetings in hall in the hallway like whoa we did not have that yeah and then you started Unless i just wasn't part of it <laughs> well i was barely part of it but then like all this- on the cheek and then a girl would be like oh you become friends with her and she's like oh, okay see you see you uh tomorrow in english and like kiss you on the cheek and you'd be like you know it'd be like the cheek to cheek sort of like and then you would be like are you from england no i'm from new york yeah and it would be like the first dynamic would be like, oh, Marissa, I kiss Marissa on the cheek now. It's like, oh, that's amazing. Me and Corinne, we kiss on the cheek. Like, you know, it'd be like a group. And then you'd like get like four girls that your dynamic with them was that you kissed them on the cheek. And my mind like, is blown. I did not have this. <laughs> this was like a weird thing in my junior high. I that felt is, like. I think and that it became might, like a status thing I'm too. I'm so curious about this because I feel like it might have been one of those. You know how like sometimes you'll have like a forest where like a fern grows only in like a quarter mile radius? I feel yeah. like that was your high school. I've never heard of this in any other junior high or high, you know, like. It's possible. Uh, cheek, it, like cheek kissing among that age group is bizarre. Yeah, like 13 That's year like olds, a grandma yeah. thing. It's grandma or it's British. Right. Or French. Well, I think it's like 
I think it in my in hindsight, and I I'm could be, I could be very wrong, so I I apologize if I'm wrong here. I feel like it was like the girls using the, their like this was wiles. like light light feminine wiles is what I imagine. Like like they were they, they were like, look, these boys, if you kiss them on the cheek, will like fucking dote and follow you around and do and give you the homework and shit like that. And it's like, I think you guys give way too much credit to women in terms of manipulation i feel like no junior high girl is ever thinking that i think it's more like oh my god when i do this they they like look at me and like me that's right. so exciting like oh my god it's not it's like, like the oh same i can as get the guys, them to but, do things yeah. like no no junior high girl i promise you is ever thinking that. right i'm sure and there's think, an exception but yeah well you're i think you're probably right and i think it's more like i'm projecting that on them because they felt like the gatekeepers of it so like it yeah. wasn't like I would choose who I get to kiss on the cheek. It was more and like you were chosen. You were chosen. Yeah, which, which again is such a. It's like an opposite dynamic because usually there's this. I hope I get chosen from the girl side. Yeah. Oh, weird. Maybe we did have like an alpha group of like the hot girls in my junior high were like alpha, like very confident, very kind of thuggy, like kind of oh, like ho- cool. like hoop earrings, overalls, like fights, cigarettes, you know, oh, like that's that. Very, well, and man, they were that the hot, so and they were the hot not, girls. I went yeah. to Ojai Valley School. <laughs> oh yeah, we talked about this briefly on uh, Raise oh, My yeah. TV. Oh, the, what yeah. an insane different dynamic, right? So different, like like the like a shitty preppy wannabe English boarding school, and like the kids were not cool i mean it was yeah. are you guys are they all children's of children of hippies and stuff like or, or of the type of people that would move to ohio or is it like you would think but ohio has that's what ohio is known for and that's sort of the celebrity level of ohio yeah most of ohio is like rural there's rural there's kind of like trashy people always hate when i like name what areas are trashy oakview casita springs um <laughs> people always hate this they hate i do it, it anyway <laughs> oakview's like oakview's like gotten better like i said this to my mom's friend the other day and she got very hurt and i was like i guess oakview's really come up but when i lived there it was only known for this bar where people would consistently get like in horrible fights and like be in the hospital <laughs> and then there were like crack houses where like we would go and get drugs and like i mean i didn't do crack but like we would go like i was like oakview's where we used to go to get pot like that's like what th- we did um but but yeah ohio is like most of the pa- like because if they were hippies i feel like my mom would have stayed in ohio because she would have had so many people to be friends with most of them were just kind of like boring small town people who probably grew up there right there's that dynamic too where it's like it's not the vacation town that like it's not people living it's not the hamptons it it more is now it is yeah it definitely wasn't then like now it's a wedding destination like if you try to if you want to go up for the weekend you're not going to get a hotel if you're if you're more than two months or less than two months out because there's like everything's booked with like someone's getting married i had to book hotels just recently for my friend dan's wedding in may or like i booked it two months ago Half of everything was already gone. And for that's, May. That's crazy. I know. I was like, how big is your wedding? But then I realized, of course, like everyone's getting married in, in May right, on like the eight, weekend. There's like, eight locations. At to, least. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, weird. So what was what was that dynamic like in uh, like well, that were, school? It was so small. I mean, that's the weird thing about small private schools is if there's one dynamic, essentially. Right. It's, and so there's no real. Uh, you don't have like like when I got to the public school, which in Ohio wasn't that much bigger, but there were at least groups like you could float from one group to another. And this right. was like, oh, if you're hanging out with the girls in junior high, there's not another group to go to. There right. are it's, seven There are the us. girls and the guys. Yeah, that's it. And it oh. was really just like, oh, that's this a is a nightmare. Yeah. Like, cause they, and the girls were pretty, um, the girls were pretty mean. And then, but it's funny. Cause I, when I think back, like the guys were really mean too, 
But I think at that age is when you kind of split off friend-wise. Like, you might all hang out in a group at recess, but in terms of after school, girls yeah, are hanging out with girls, guys thing. hang out. Yeah. And so I feel like guys are probably less likely to, like, get into stuff. Like, if they're mad at each other, it would be like one guy was on the outs and you didn't know why for two weeks and then he was back in. Right. And, like, and, and like there'd, and there, or there'd be a physical fight, but then it would be over. And, like, I feel like there was just as much animosity oh. with guys, but girls are much more, like... I want to talk about that one facial expression that you made. Like your eyebrow went up and I know that it did and I know that it meant something. You know, like girls yeah. are much more like, I'm not going to let, I know that you're not telling the truth. Like we're, <laughs> tru- we're truth seekers. Is what I, I'm I love you early, like maybe five minutes ago, you were like, you're giving junior high girls too much credit. They don't think like that. <laughs> and then the next, now you're like, they'll oh, analyze your facial expressions. Oh, they will. I mean, and I, and like, I feel like I still can do that except that now my friends and I communicate like adults. So, right, it, so yeah. it'll be like, Hey, uh, it sounded like you were mad just now. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was about this other thing. You know, you're yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Oh, yeah. so glad we talked about that immediately. <laughs> oh, uh, you just made me when you said uh guys can be mean to each other you just reminded me that in it came back to me in a flash like in junior high like during like one half day of school maybe it was freshman year of high school we were all going to a friend's house after to go like hang out and we went to this dude's house and one guy who was in the group of friends that we just like he annoyed us all like we fucking they like we like locked him out of the house. Like, like we yeah. went into the house and locked, like locked one guy out. And I remember that happening to guys like, and, and it was a boarding school. So it was even worse. Like he'd be on the outs when they got up to the dorm. Oh, they like count this one guy, Dwayne. Were you living at the school too? No, I like lived around the corner. So I was oh, like, okay, I, I was okay. a day student, but then I remember this one kid, Dwayne, I guess they like caught him. They caught him jerking off. And of course they're all jerking off. It's right. a fucking boarding school. But you just need anything. To, he was anything out. that makes you stand out at, oh. at that age is like, just he was gonna... a leper. They were so, I mean, and I've, it was interesting because at the time, of course, the girls are, you know, you you feel like the girls are just so mean and it's like this, like it's very passive aggressive. But he was, they told everybody what they saw, how disgusting he was and would like make sure you didn't forget it day after day. I was like, that's maybe a different level of vicious. Yeah. <laughs> you I, know. Uh, this is TMI, uh, but I was like one of the first ones out of my friends to get a hand job. And congratulations. Yeah, it was kind of a big deal. And my she was my girlfriend, my junior high girlfriend at the time. Look at you. But I, nothing, I didn't climax. And she started like, there's something spread a rumor, like, there's something wrong with Gabris. I like, oh, and he wouldn't. No. And so then it came, God. It you came get back. That, with, you get that. You think you're going to be in with the first hand job and then you get the- <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's like, well, now sex is the scariest thing in the world because it's like uh, the thing that I wanted more than anything in the world is to be jerked off in my rusty corduroy shorts. It's really like what how interesting that it, for me in junior high, I don't know that I would have known that you didn't come like at that age. My God, like right. I'm, I'm shocked that a 12 year old knew it was, what was it supposed was to weird. happen. And it was weird that she was like mean about it and like telling people. Yeah. And then it came back to like my friend group and we were at a sleepover at my friend's house and they were like, why, you know, like, hey, we heard this. What happened? And I was like, well, guys, I'm like. Your friend group is so sweet, by the way. They just asked you about it. They well, didn't fucking. They were kind of roasting, like, yeah. roasting me about it. And then I said, I was like. Well, I I don't know. Like she wasn't good at it, and I've been doing it twice a day for one year. Like I like I'm new to it, but I'm like obsessed with it. And she wasn't that good at it. And then I was like, I jerk off a lot. And her, my friend's older brother heard, "Hey, did you, what did that kid just say?" And they were like, "Oh, oh Gabriel no. said he jerks off a lot." And then they called me. He called me jerk off boy. My friend's older brother called me jerk off boy until I graduated high school. What a nightmare! <laughs> and you know that, like, occasionally that name is floating around, and girls are hearing it and going, "Ew." Yeah, ew. What is that? And like, not even getting the connotation of like, I went from being the cool dude for getting a, a handy to being like the worst. And you were cool for what half a day? Not even that only hit? in my own mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like I, I was like my bubble was like immediately burst. Like I left That's being 
like, so, well, look, God, that, it's all nowhere to go from here. But that up. stuff is heartbreaking. Like they just don't, they won't fucking let it go. Yeah, I've had, I've had though adult men sulk when they didn't feel I was like turned on quickly enough. Oh, the last guy that I was like in a relationship with, I, I remember like whatever he was doing, I was just like, it's not great. I mean, you know. But I was like, we're working on it. Like, you know, like here, we're doing something here. We'll, I'll get, <laughs> we're figuring it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. And he was like, what's the fucking point? And he like, I don't know where, sits up, puts his clothes on. And I was like, what is going on? And he was like, I just, I mean, I just, I mean, I mean, obviously you're just not into it. Obviously you're just not into it. That's fine. And I was like, you're 30 something. Like, yeah. That's what? defensiveness. Like, that's like that weird, like, don't, I, I thought I was, I thought I'm the best and, and now I'm finding out I'm not. Yeah. talking? Like, why are, why wouldn't you go, what, Can I do what something would be else? good? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I will say when I was, when I was younger and this was, all that shit was happening to me, what I found was rather than shirk uh, in shame or shrink in shame, that if I went like, yes, I jerk off too much, some people would laugh, some people would go like, I get that, and some people would be like, you're disgusting. My God. And I then, wish I figured it out that early. And then I learned that I was like. years. If, oh, dude. I, I was so defensive and embarrassed of anything I was. T- even if you teased me about something that wasn't embarrassing, I'd go, I'm being teased about it. I guess it's embarrassing. I'll act embarrassed and oh, defensive. Like, you like, like learned that it was embarrassed in that moment. Of oh like, are, God, you, I, are you really going to wear a scrunchie like that, Erin? And you're like, oh, fuck. The I didn't own anything about myself until I got so tired of being a nerd that in 10th grade, <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is how I am. And then suddenly everyone liked me. And I was like. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Really? This le- whole time? <laughs> you motherfuckers. Like I was like getting adults on my side as a before junior high by being funny. Like my teachers would like find me funny or like my parents would be like, "Oh, Jonathan." Or like my friends' moms especially, like yeah. they would be like, "Your son Jonathan is so funny and so smart, so interesting. He like talked to me for like I was just like and then I found that I I learned that and I was like, "Oh, this must work on kids too." And I started just being sort of like very real's not the right word because it makes me sound like I was like from the streets, but I started being like just like authentic in a way yeah. where I'm like, yeah, I'm disgusting, you know, like whatever, uh, and like that's openly in- admitting what I liked, and it wasn't any more difficult than it was previously. Like that's chi- so interesting to hear you say that because like as you were talking and describing the way you were with adults too, that was me until like fourth grade. Like first grade, I was like, uh, like as a kid, I was just like, I was funny. I was silly. I liked that. I liked weird things, you yeah. know, like I remember my friend in second or third grade made fun of me for bringing baby food for lunch. Cause I fucking loved apricot <laughs> baby food. And I was like, it's great. I love it. Whatever. Who cares? Um, and one of the teachers made fun of me too. And I remember being like, Hey, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> But then that, so- <laughs> that shows our age right there. If you're if you're like uh, no one younger than us, I mean, maybe like f- no one five years younger than us was made fun of by their teachers. Uh, right. like I was called gay boy by one of my teachers for like uh, all of high school. Oh, I was. I mean, I remember in high school, I want to I we had these like forced camping trips. It was like this. I went on this 50 mile backpacking trip that I, I really thought I was going to die. And uh, I was at like the top of a hill at one point and I said something I made some I don't know I commented about some thought I was having and everything's very deep when you're like I'm about to die <laughs> and I remember the, t- the teacher next to me goes wow I've always thought you were just kind of like a this kind of like um, for, what did he say oh he goes you've always seemed like just like a ditzy girl it's really interesting to hear you say something smart <laughs> Wow. And they don't know. They're just saying that in passing. Was, and they think it maybe is arguably like a compliment. 23. You know I where know. you go, why are you a teacher? That's the craziest shit ever, too. When I think back to like these teachers that fucked me up and 
arguably my parents that like fucked me up so much. They were, yeah, that, that, yeah, that I'm ten years older than like I, I'm eight years older than my mom was when I was like, uh, you know, set, you know, seven yeah. or eight. And I'm like, my parents were awful, and I'm like, oh my god, they were younger than me. Of oh, course, I know. yeah. When I, I'll be, I'll be coaching people who are in their early twenties and think like, this is the age of people that destroyed me as a child. Yes, and I'm like and I'm like five year old teacher. We're yeah, like, and I'm like rolling my eyes at the, you know, their deep remarks, you know, and I'm like, God, they they could be controlling children. Oh, they uh, and they, are if they in the middle in, in the middle of the country. They yeah, are, if yeah. they didn't live in New York or, or LA. LA, they yeah. might have kids at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh my oh, God, yeah. it's so. I always think like my mom's like when you know I'm. She's like when I was 36, I was I graduated college a second time. You know, I I finished my college. I had three kids and I had a home. And I'm like, oh my god, my god, I my have mom three podcasts, even. Joanne. That's two more than I have, and one of them doesn't air. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I, you know, I feel like a king of a tiny kingdom when you have three podcasts. You're like, hell yeah, I do a lot of work scheduling people to come to my yeah, house. You like you own three realms essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's happening. Are you? Is this your downshift? to uh, Fantasy Talk by saying owning three realms. Ooh. Excellent work. I'm also a host so I could do some segue stuff like this. Good job. Good Skilled. job. I never Skilled. see the segues coming until I'm writing them. Um, until I'm writing them. Just tilting surf through the segwave, DC. Dude. <laughs> Wild Horses did do a segue tour in DC. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It was one of the most fun things I've ever done. I'm terrified of those things. I was too. And I can't believe how quickly I caught on as someone who doesn't have good balance and doesn't like stuff like that. It was so easy it's and so It's actually more fun. intuitive than it seems. It, you just lean and yeah. barely. It's not like a skateboard where you have to have balance. Like you lean and you're holding on to something. So Interesting. Like, yeah. They terrify me for some reason. I, same. But I'm telling you within a minute, you would be like, oh, this is very easy and very fun. And, it's and like, you see like all the monuments in an hour and a half instead of like a five or six hour walk. Oh, that makes sense. That makes, oh, that's fucking awesome. I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like it. Look, you look like the biggest dork, but you will be filled with did joy. You wear a, did you have a helmet on? You have to. <laughs> <laughs> we have a picture I mean, of I all knew you of have us. to. I need to see a I'll picture of it, all wild horses in helmets. It on is the that we're like in this little semicircle, <laughs> all of us with our little helmets and sunglasses. We look insane. <laughs> We all have shirts that say Alan and Whitehead and Holland and Lackas. <laughs> oh, that was pre-merch. Pre-merch Wild <laughs> the Horses. Good old days. Yeah. Oh, boy. That might have been pre-perspective, actually. We were just the Wild Horses. Oh. We had no talk show element yet. Now you got it. Now, you, now you're fucking doing now it all. Now we got it. And it's been a real fantasy. Oh, we're back at it again. <laughs> uh, let's wait. Do we have like five minutes left? No, we have as much time as we want. Oh. But let's, but we, we want to end it. <laughs> Oh, no, no, oh, no that was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Jesus. Also, can we I feel make so fun? bad. I feel like you can hear my like horrible allergy breathing. Do you keep hearing it in the mic? You, there's no way, by the way, that anyone can hear you breathing over my Because like, I'm like a deep... pug right now. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're like a like... pug. I have like fucking mucus <laughs> membrane in my like jowls. It's really been that season. I feel like I got sick, almost got better, got sick again, and then haven't gotten better. And I'm like, I have allergies now. It's been like a month and a half. I think like also... Sh- Living with someone, like uh, sleeping next to someone, you're just like, oh, I'm sick for a week. Tiffany's sick for a week. I'm sick for a week. Yeah, Tiffany's sick for a week. And it's like, I can't get better because I get sick off of her. Like, she's yeah. sick. And I'm like, well, if she's going to be coughing next to me in bed all night, I'm going to get something. I guess my toothbrush is my significant other. I probably just keep getting sick from that. I finally, the other day, I was like, oh, I should switch that out. Like, I've now been through two colds with this. How repulsive. Like, all right, you like lose your mind. You're like, it's something in this house is causing this. You know, like, I truly do believe that. I think I'm allergic to my apartment. Oh, no. 
out. Well, you got to get out of there. Between well, that and your loud ass upstairs neighbor. You and it's, get... well, the upstairs, <laughs> I shouldn't even tell this, but whatever. No one, no one knows who it is. She overflowed her toilet at one point, like with shit, and was too embarrassed to tell us that it had gone through the cracks in the floor. And I was out of town. And I came back and my whole place smelled like sewage. And I was oh. like, what is that? And like, I kept, I was opening windows going, oh, it's from outside, clearly. And I have a pretty dim bedroom, didn't see anything. Slept under the covers a couple nights, and then I was changing the the sheets off or the comforter cover, and there's like this big pale yellow stain. Oh my god! And it was her shit water. Oh my god! So I'm convinced I'm like breathing her shit spores. Even in. if it was just water, that's not good. Well, that ha- happens constantly. My apartment has had over a dozen leaks since I moved in. Oh, see, because like that shit gets in the wood and that because our house, something happened in in this apartment where it like had a weird smell. And Tiffany is like got like an insane nose and palate. Like I, on the other hand, I'm like, she's like, babe, it fucking stinks in here. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, was it mold? Yeah, she was. I can't smell mold. Oh, that's good. Then she kept thinking it was all the vintage stuff we have in the house. Yeah. She was like, it must be just because we have so much old shit in here that just smells musty. Then we had like a dude come and and we found out we had like you know, feet of water underneath our apartment and like they had to drain it and they've like blew a fan underneath for like two weeks. I really, I mean, I'm curious because I, yeah, whatever. It's a stupid long story. I'll tell you. It doesn't. (laughs) We're going to hang up and then just tell me. right. Nobody cares about my mold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I do. Thank you. Uh, Let's, uh, before we get out of here, I just want to know, how did you end up getting into fantasy novels? Was it early on? Did you have a gateway novel or something? It was like that? not early on. I was always sort of taught that it was like that genre fiction was kind of like less than. And then I remember. It, it still has that connotation. I guess too. it still does. But but like I. um, And you could tell me whether you think this is a fantasy novel or not. Mm-hmm. When I, I got remember, I got sick in my 20s, always sick. And a friend brought over the first two Harry Potter books. Yeah. And I was like, no, thank you. Like that. I don't want to read about some kid wizard. What a nightmare. Right. I had nothing else to read. I read them both back to back in one day. It was like 11 p.m. And I remember like with a fever going to Barnes and Noble and buying three and four, which were already out because I was like, I can't not oh, find out what happens. And I then was after I finished that series, I was like, there's got to be something like this. I mean, I've never honestly found anything that I liked as much, but that's fair. I've tried. Um, Harry do you po- consider it fantasy? I do. I do consider it yeah. fantasy. Um, and it's I, not real. Because it's not real. <laughs> well, it, it has like all the hallmarks of a lot of fantastic, of my favorite right. fantasy novels, but it is, it's like, there's a, I feel like it's a great gateway fantasy too, because the books get harder. The, the books, books get, get harder and they're very human based. Like I, I prefer fantasy novels where it's like really about the characters and the emotion and I want to cry. Yeah. But the, the, the element that Harry Potter has that most fantasy has is like the world building, like the yes. rules of this fantastical world. And I love that. I get so mad when the world doesn't add up. Yeah. Oh, do you know, you sh- have you read The Name of the Wind? The yes. Patrick Rothfuss? Because re- yes. that's very Harry Potter-esque. It is. And it's still, yeah, it, I feel like because I didn't, I never became as attached to any of the people as I did in Harry Potter. Right. But I really, but I really loved the books. And that world is a slow build. Yeah. It also has that like sadness of like what happened to him as a kid. And, like you don't find that out for a long time. Right. And because it has like that weird Arabian Nights model where he's like telling the story in a bar to someone. And exactly. So, so it's like the weird, the character has perspective wild horses. Uh, and, <laughs> but like I, f- I think Harry Potter is, because I remember I, read Harry Potter in my 20s too, but I had been reading fantasy since I was like 13. Oh. But I remember reading Harry Potter and going like, oh, this is fun. This is like fantasy for kids. Yeah, that would be interesting to then. Well, yes, especially, 
Yeah, if you've read fantasy, I totally can see why it would feel like it was for kids. For me, it was like, it didn't even, even the first book didn't feel like it was for kids because it's right. so I, well written. It is. And it's, a, I mean, I read, I read all of them too in my 20s. Yeah. Uh, but it was like, I sort of was like, oh, this is really good. But upon reading it, I was like, this isn't as, I kind of felt the same way because when uh, Tiff read Hunger Games, she went ape shit for it. And then when I read it, I was like, oh, this is just like a dystopian survival uh, sci-fi thing. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I've read like six books that have like this exact type. Yeah. Exa- and I was like, oh, but if you read The Hunger Games and that makes you get more into fantasy, then that's fine. Like, that's it's so fine. what yeah. you like experience first. I feel right. like that's so often why I have to, like people will be like, oh, I never saw that movie as a kid. And I'm like, well, don't bother now. You're going to hate it You now. will have seen, yeah. I mean, first of all, it's like badly made because it's from the 80s. Right. Like Flight of the Navigator is not going to impress anybody now. Well, if you don't have the but fucking I history still with love, it. Did you, yeah. You've seen Flight of the Navigator. Of course oh, I've seen Flight of the Navigator. I love, I love that, that movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> but like not, these movies like often don't hold up as someone who has another podcast where I watch old movies. Movies, uh, I still really that one holds up pretty well. I, I'm, I'm curious. I'll give it a rewatch. Have you watched Willow recently? That does not. It does not hold I, up. I, as a matter of fact, Fourth of July, I put it on for like me, Ben Rogers, Sean Clements, Joe Wanger. We were all rented a house in not in Ojai in uh, Bear Mountain. I thought it was Ojai, and then we put and you on, guys watched Willow. That's really cute. We put Willow on, and we were like, "This is not good. It's really bad." I th- and, and I, I loved I, it. I loved Willow. it was, but I think it was like um, any port in the storm. Like you know, it's like when you want fantasy. Because like, when I was that young, I like loved that kind of. And stuff, now that we're sorts. talking about it, I guess I've been into fantasy for a very long time, but I only knew it as a movie genre. Right, right, right. Because that those makes were sense. all my favorite movies. Like. Uh, Goonies, Flight of the Nevi- yeah. You know what? I weirdly didn't love Dark Crystal. Oh, interesting. But I also didn't see it till I was like 20 or 21. I think okay, I was a little too old for it. It was the same thing where I was like, yeah, it's a magical land, but these look like puppets. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay. uh, I, I got into fantasy from playing D&D, but I liked D&D because I liked those movies with like swords and shields and shit like that. We have so many friends who currently play D&D. Are you oh, in one of those groups? I'm not in any of... I was for a while. I used to play with Charlie and uh, um, other friends for... A, uh, Charlie Sanders and other friends for a while, but I haven't played recently but i played from 13 to 20 and then again in my like late 20s for a long time yeah and that was my then i was like i want more fantasy but i can't get eight friends together for six hours every saturday anymore so then i found fantasy novels that take place in like the first book i read was like this book called um the Crystal Shard, which took place in uh, the Forgotten Realms, which is like a D&D world. Yeah. And I just fell in love with this one author, R.A. Salvatore, and his like character, Drizzt Doerden, the Dark Elf. And I just read, like, there happened to be like 15 books out about him. And starting at the age of like 14, I just read all that. And then I didn't even know about like real, like there's other solid fantasy writers out there. And then, then I didn't read Lord of the Rings until I was like 20. I have still not read Lord of the Rings. And I, I mean, I love the movies, but I partly am like, is it going to be ruined now? Like, cause Harry Potter, I kind of ruined for myself. I feel like by watching the movies, oh. like when I read the books, I'm annoyed that I have a movie scene in my head and then it'll like not add up. And I'm like, Oh, right. This didn't happen in the book. I like hadn't it, seen the movies when I read them, which was really I fun. hadn't either. But when, I mean, when I went, I because I reread them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That's an interesting... And uh, so going back, I have to like not watch the movies for a very long time to then enjoy the books. Because right. otherwise it's like, it's my imagination fighting with my memory of the movie and it's annoying. 100, I, I hate it. I agree with you. I agree with you so, so much on that. And uh, I would say read The Hobbit. Like it, The Hobbit is a, a, an easier. Oh, that's a good idea because the characters will be new to me, right? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like harder to remember The Hobbit than it is Lord of the Rings. Like yeah. to me, at least. Also, The Hobbit was the most 
boring movie. I would imagine the book is better. Yeah, the it Hobbit. Was the, it was a dinner party. It was a <laughs> fucking two-hour dinner party. The Hobbit features <laughs> some weird sequences. Although, like <laughs> the barrel thing is very fun. Uh, I don't remember the barrel thing? <laughs> the barrel thing. And now I wait. Weren't there two little brownies in a barrel in Willow? Yeah, yeah, well, Kevin Pollack is one of the little oh, yeah. people. <laughs> oh, my God. Willow does not. Let's remake Willow. That Matt is- Modigan, wait. You can't feed a baby black root. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I fucking love Val Kilmer. I loved Val Kilmer. I absolutely love. We just Mad watched Mardigan. Tombstone the other day. Fucking he's. That's when he's like older, but still like a hunk. Yeah. It's so awesome. Top Gun. I mean, what a great character. What a fucking great. He was so fucking cool. I loved that movie. I, I mean, I still absolutely love it. I love Top Gun so much. I also like one of the most sexy scenes to me is when Tom Skerritt comes into the bathroom and Maverick is like in his tidy whities and they just talk and I'm like, oh and it's like God. the room is like legit filled with steam. Oh, and uh, Mav's hair in that because Tom Cruise always has amazing hair yeah and when it's like wet post shower and he's like leaning on the sink uh, i know what you're talking about <laughs> i mean yeah it's like father figure underwear emotions sadness it's like all my favorite fucking things bathrooms <laughs> bathrooms steam tiles it all, mold. Mold. <laughs> these are my top mold i don't want to talk about mold anymore fucks ruin my tom cruise uh fantasy oh yeah uh when uh, i remember when Iceman does the bite to him when they're like both standing oh, in yeah. towels and he's like I love uh, that, it. I was like, I love that it. Felt weird. <laughs> I, and I just thought Goose was so funny. You know, when he like, he, he like, he's like, Goose big star, like, take me to bed and lose me forever. Show me the way home, baby. Woo! <laughs> 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 and Meg Shut Ryan. My and <laughs> he was so funny. He like flips the bird and he's like, oh God, I'm sorry. I hate it when it does that. And I was like, I hate it when I would do that as a kid. I thought it was the best bit. And my mom had to keep being like in front of certain people. We can do that, but like not. My mom was so cool. She was like, you can say fuck you and flip people off, just not in front of your grandparents or at school. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so, in college, when we do karaoke, we'd be like, hey, Goose, I think she's lost that loving feeling. Oh, no, 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 no. No, and then no, just she like, hasn't. Yeah, I think she has. I think <laughs> she has. the choreography and everything. Oh, my God. My sister and I would do that. My sister and I would do that. And we would do I've Had the Time of My Life dance routine. Like at a wedding, if that song comes on, she'd be Patrick Swayze and I'd be Baby. The only thing we can't do is the lift. But I tell you what, we'll get there. I'll tell you what. I can do the lift. <laughs> you can? And I, at a friend's wedding, uh, shout out to Allie Kelly, at her wedding, um, that song came on. And she was uh, Tiff's college roommate, so I like knew her really well, and we had been like hanging out in underwear together forever. So it was like, and I was like, she was like looking at me, and I'm like, let's go, I'll pick you up. Oh and I'm, my god! I picked her up by her hips, over my head, in her wedding dress, and like spun her around. Like it felt that could have ended so badly. It like, could have ended so badly. Could have killed her on her I wedding. Could have killed her on her wedding. Or day. paralyzed her. I also sort of like accidentally in a weird like old-fashioned way like alfred her husband who can't do that you know what i mean like yeah like, you definitely kinda... that would be the coolest thing about that day like for their like hands down you can't beat that with vows like right it's like i was lifted i felt light like the and then and i mean that dirty that's an iconic romantic every girl has grown up wanting that moment yeah. and then the wedding probably second and i say that as like for stereotypical women i never had a wedding fantasy but i did have a lift fantasy. <laughs> i want to be lifted and yeah. i know what you're saying is true because when I put her down I turned to my left I don't even know what she was doing because there was a line of bridesmaids (laughs) 
I swear to God, I never felt so. I felt like very confident because like they were all lined up. Your hands I, are shaking by I'm, the end of the night. I'm like, oh my like, god! I'm like, thank God I got into weightlifting. I'm that like, is just so, picking one girl up, one woman up at a time. I'm also very impressed. I will say because it t- you have to be very confident as the woman to jump. Yeah, because you, have to also if you keep can't that plank, do it all yeah. on your own right. like that. You have to get. I would think the momentum going. I oh, will yeah. never have that. That is like if you told me to jump off a cliff and you'll catch me, I would keep getting just to the edge of my body would be like, no, no. That's well, where we stop. Come see me and Aaron do two-person improv where I'm going to hold her over my head the we entire time. We will do time. the lift. I will run from the middle steps of UCB Theater onto the stage. Hit my head on the rafters. <laughs> Knock a pipe loose. <laughs> Jesus Christ, another theater closes. <laughs> I mean, wow. Um, Aaron, thank you so much for coming and talking on Thanks High Mighty. This was a blast. We, we, whether we talked about women or not, not enough, you being a woman is enough. I fulfilled it just by being here. Thank God you I brought my, my quota. Now I can have all my fucking white friends on to scream about action movies. Thank you. All my white straight male friends. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Enough of this bullshit, even though I did talk mostly about jerking off with you. (laughs) I'm an equal opportunity creep. I'll talk to anyone about this. Well, we're at a time where I can talk about it. I'm allowed to, finally. (laughs) Please, tell me more about masturbating. I'm just glad we're done because I'm starving and horny. I got to go get some food and (laughs) jerk off. I'm going to crank off and eat poke. Yeah. Uh, Erin, uh, what's what's the name of the Wild Horses podcast? The Perspective. The Perspective. It's uh, you know we've we got some old seasons on Stitcher, but we've got one that should be coming out should shortly. Be coming uh, in the near future. Yes. So check out this episode might be coming out in a month or so. So Stitcher Premium. Uh, use promo code Wild Horses or TV. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> use I don't know if we have a <laughs> we might not even have one at this point. Well, yeah, just yeah. try it. <laughs> just type <laughs> in whatever you want. Type in anything. They but probably have it. Y- you guys are so fucking funny. Thank and you. I, uh, I've performed with all of you individually and seen you guys perform all together. And I think you guys are fucking hysterical. We so loved having you on. That was so fun. <laughs> I had a blast. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, Whitehead, thanks. Oh, and are you are you at all on active on Twitter? I am. At yeah. Girl with a tail. At Girl with a tail. So follow her on her social media. And also, uh, don't tweet this at. Aaron, but tweet at me if you're a dude who jerked off with your group of friends yep. in junior high and high yeah, school. You don't need to tweet that. Please to me. don't. Please, Aaron, leave Aaron out of that conversation. For... <laughs> it's 2019, guys. Unless leave you were going to tweet it to me anyway, and then that's fine. <laughs> Just not about this podcast. I'm at Gabrus on all social media, at Girl with a Tail. Check it out. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye, shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.